Hello, hi, and welcome to another episode of the Mandy Mayer podcast. Today is, it's going to be a difficult one to listen to. <laughs> like the way I start straight off with that and you're like, oh, you're probably freaking the fuck out right now. Today I'm going to touch on some difficult, some emotional things. And the topic that I'm going to touch on or the topics that I'm going to touch on it's going to make you think. And uh, and when when someone has to think or when you have to think, that is when, you know, we find, that's when you find the solutions to the problems. But to be able to find the problems, you need to ask the difficult questions. And that is exactly what I'm going to be, be touching on today is those difficult questions. And how do we ask ourselves those difficult questions? How do we stop ignoring the things that we actually need to, to identify as the possible problems that are leading to, say, for example, an unhealthier lifestyle or weight gain or emotional eating as such? Over the years, I, I've actually done a lot of thinking, thinking back to my several failed attempts at weight loss. And I've always tried to identify why I thought they failed so that I can, can set up something or that I can chat about the topics that I'm going to chat about today to help others. And I always look back and I'm like, you know, there's, there's two kinds of motivation, um, your intrinsic and your extrinsic motivation. And a lot of the times, or most of the times during my failed attempts, my motivation was purely from an extrinsic point of view. Um, don't worry too much. I'm going to explain your intrinsic and your extrinsic motivations in detail and then also move on to defining your why and defining your why has actually got a lot to do with where you want to or where you're going to source your motivation from and then also have a look I want to have a look at you know identifying why you are overeating and you'll see as we proceed with this episode of the podcast all of them are actually linked or yeah they're all linked together at the end of the day so to revert back to my several failed attempts a lot of the times, all the times that I was trying and it failed, I based my motivation to lose weight or to get healthier very much on generic kind of things. So things or motivation that stemmed from an extrinsic point of view. So I didn't go, I want to use the word as as cliche as it sounds, I didn't go soul searching. I didn't search for or I didn't identify any of the problems internally. I just jumped straight to that extrinsic motivation. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to enter this weight loss challenge because I can win a thousand rand, right? And that is your extrinsic motivation. So you're doing it because you want that recognition of winning a challenge or there's prize money involved or with, the, with a lot of those challenges, there's, oh, it's a fucking eight-week challenge. You can win a thousand rand. So immediately you put a timeline on it as well. And you're like, I only need to do this for eight weeks. And if I win, I win a thousand rand. And that's your motivation. And for me, because it's an external motivation and it's not stemming from inside of yourself, that motivation doesn't last very long because you need to think now what's going to happen after those eight weeks what's going to happen let's say if you do win the thousand rand what's going to happen after that you've reached your goal and now you've got nothing more to work towards and there's nothing from an internal point of view 
to keep you going or to keep you motivated. And that's where that sort of yo-yo cycle of dieting comes along, right? So for me, and this is where I lead into those whys and how important those whys are, finding your whys, right? And this is where I ask the difficult questions. So a lot of times you need to you need to go back and you need to before you jump on any diet before you set any fucking goal weight for example you need to ask yourself why do you want to do this why do you want to lose weight why do you want to get healthier and a lot of times someone will come to me and they'll be like Mandy I want to lose weight and my first question to them would be why? My first question to you, my very first question to you is always going to be, why do you want to lose weight? And I, I usually get this answer of, I want to be more comfortable. And I'm like, okay, now why do you want to be more comfortable? Uh, because I want to wear clothes that I haven't worn for a long period of time. And then I break it down even more. I'm like, okay, why? Why do you want to wear clothes that you haven't worn for a very long time? And that is usually where there's a moment of silence and a bit of head scratching goes on and you're not too sure how to answer the third why. And when it comes to the fourth why, it gets even more complicated. Going on to the fifth why, that's usually where you got to dig deep. And that for me is asking those difficult questions. So you come to me, you say, Mandy, I want to lose weight. I say, why do you want to lose weight? Oh, I want to be comfortable. Okay. Why do you want to be comfortable? Because I want to fit in my clothes again. Okay. Why do you want to fit in your clothes? And that's where you need to ask yourself, but why, why is it so important for me or for you as such to fit into those clothes that you haven't worn for ages? Is it because you want to have confidence around your partner? Do you want to be able to walk around your partner naked? Do you want to bang with the fucking lights on? Do you actually want to have a intimacy, a certain level of intimacy back in your relationship that maybe has been lacking for a period of time due to the fact that you don't feel comfortable with your current weight or with what the lifestyle that you are currently living and that's how you need to dig deep you need to dig so deep that it's going to give you goosebumps and that it's potentially going to make you emotional about the situation if you come to me and you say to me I want to lose weight and I say okay cool let's go you you're not actually sure why you're doing it so the motivation is not going to be there for a long period of time but if you come to me and you've dug deep and your reason for losing weight is very personal and not based on a fucking generic picture of a random photoshopped lady in a bikini in a woman's magazine that is when it's actually going to last longer because you've got that intrinsic motivation that is driving you every single day to work on those goals and to take you a step closer to those goals. So let's say, for example, your why is a very personal why of, Mandy, I want to get healthier. I want to lose weight so that I have energy to play with my kids, so that I have energy to, you know, just watch them grow up and be there and be part of their active lifestyles. That for me is quite intrinsic because 
every day when you might stray off track or when you don't feel like doing it anymore, you see those pictures or you see that picture of your kiddies and you're like, that is the reason why I am doing this. I'm not doing this for some fucking cash prize. I'm not only doing this for eight weeks. I'm doing this for a long term or a long period of time because I want to set a better example for my kids. But not only that, I also want to be there with them when they run around in the park, when they go and take the dog for the walk, when they dive into the ocean and go for a swim. I want to be there for them and with them every single step of the way. And I can't do that if I am living a very unhealthy lifestyle and carrying around a lot of extra body fat, which is limiting me to do that. So those are the kind of whys that I look for. And those are the kind of whys that you identify. And as I mentioned, a big one, like I say, it's you have to look at it and say, you know what, has it put strain on my relationship? And is that why I want to get healthier and lose weight? Have, have you stopped dating because you are not comfortable? Is that the reason that you want to lose weight? And is that the reason why you said you want to feel more comfortable? Is it because you want to fucking set up a Tinder profile and <laughs> you want to go out there and get back into the dating scene? So those, those are the things that you need to dig deep for. You need to ask those difficult questions and you need to be real and you need to be honest with yourself. Imagine for a moment you come to me and you say, I want to lose weight. I say, okay, cool. Let's do this. Fuck, let's go. And you've got no reason or no motivation behind it. Yeah, cool. It's going to last for about a week, maybe two weeks because fuck it, you know, you tried. Imagine you come to me now and you say to me, you want to lose weight, right? And I, and I know this is quite a horrible example. And I say to you, okay, cool. And I put a gun to your head. What are you going to do? You are going to continue working every single day because I'm going to have that gun to your head. So your reason for doing it is going to be totally different as to when you came to me in the beginning and said, I just want to lose weight. You now have a gun to your head and you know that you have to keep pushing every single day. Again, like I know, like I said, it's, it's quite a horrible example, but it's just to give you an idea of how important your why is. Anyone who has done any form of group coaching with me will know that I love using the following analogy to explain why your why is so important, right? So imagine you in a, a national park, right? One where there's a lot of lions because we need lions to, <laughs> to make this analogy sort of come real. Now, in, let's, let's say Kruger National Park because it's the most well-known and commercialized park out there, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> former ex-tour guide, right? Um, so let's say, okay, cool. There's two lionesses. We, let's name them Beth and Sally. So we've got Beth, the lioness, and we've got Sally, the lioness. And Beth, she's been scrolling through fucking Instagram for lions, and she saw this picture of another lioness with a kill. And she's like, oh, that looks fun. That looks like something I want to do. But she doesn't know why she's going to go kill this animal, right? Let's say antelope. So we've got Beth and Sally. And Beth sees this picture. She's like, oh, fuck, this one can go and kill an antelope. I'm also going to do it. That looks fun. And off she goes. And she chases, chases this antelope. And she chases the antelope. But this antelope is fucking fast, eh? So it's way too fast for Beth, the lioness. And in the end, Beth gets bored. And she's like, she stands back for a while. And she's like, eh. I don't know. I'm bored. What's the point of chasing this antelope? So she gives up because she doesn't even know why she's chasing the antelope. She just saw some other lioness chasing it and she's like, fuck, okay. 
Then on the other hand, we've got Sally the lioness who knows exactly why she's chasing that antelope. Sally knows if she is chasing that antelope, she has to kill it. There's no other way around that. She has to go home to her group of lions, so the, the male lion, which is a lion there, as well as the cubs. Because if she does not kill that antelope, as the provider for the family, the family will not be getting food. So Sally does everything in her power. Sally the lioness does everything in her power to kill that antelope because she knows she has to take that antelope home to her family so that her husband and her cubs can eat for the day. And that's the difference between one lioness and the other lioness. The one has no idea why she's doing it. She just saw it fucking on lioness Instagram and she went to try and do it. And she's like, yeah, this isn't for me. Don't like it. Sally, the other lioness, knew exactly why she's doing it. She had a reason to do it, and she knew how important that why is. So she wasn't going to stop at anything until she killed that antelope. And I think that paints a pretty picture or a picture that we need to understand of why your why is so important. And again, you need to sit down and it needs to, you need to be real with yourself. You need to be honest with yourself and you need to identify what is going to drive you, what is going to push you and drive you every single day to wake up and push and to continue working on those goals that you have set for yourself. And then the next thing is you need to ask yourself, why are you overeating? And it's crazy for me because I've had so many people come to me and they've just been given random meal plans and you get given a random meal plan, let's say of 1,200 calories per day. And you've been expected to stick to this meal plan with no support, no sort of explanation as to you know, the calories per day or how it works. And what's even worse for me is trying to stick to something like that, a meal plan like that, when you actually have no idea why you are overeating in the first place. So I get given this fucking meal plan of 1,200 calories. You have no idea why you're overeating and you try and stick to 1,200 calories. That is probably going to be the most difficult thing to do because you have not identified the source or the root of the problem. Why? Why are you overeating? You need to ask yourself that. That is so important. Like I said, once you find out what the problem is, you can then start working on solutions for that problem. But you cannot work on solutions for a problem if you have no idea what the problem is. If you're going to try and work on solutions before you know the problem, that is like basically trying to fix a leak without knowing where the leak is actually coming from. So it's like putting a bucket underneath the area where it's leaking and just fucking hoping for the best. It's a very short-term solution, right? And that's exactly what it is. That bucket is like all the different diets you have tried in the past as a short-term solution because you haven't identified why it is that you are overeating. It's the same with a puncture on a bicycle. You can try on a bicycle. Mandy bicycles get puncture on the fucking tires of a bicycle. You can patch it up and you can fix it. Um, eventually, though, you're going to have to replace the tire of the bicycle. 
right? And that's, like I said, it goes back to finding that leak. You need to find the leak. You need to find the problem so that you can fix the core of the problem and then you can move forward with that and make it a long-term thing. You can have a long-term solution to your problem. Imagine that bucket under the, the leak. You're going to have to fucking replace it every single day with a new bucket, an empty bucket, right? So that's exactly what you want to do. You want to identify the root of the problem. And again, Again, these are the questions that you are not going to get asked if you just get handed a generic meal plan or if you just decide tomorrow, oh, fuck, I'm going to do keto. That's great. But, you know, you need to, like I say, identify that. So you need to ask yourself, why am I overeating in the first place? Is it due to work stress? Is it due to emotional reasons? Is it due to financial reasons? Is the overeating stemming from the fact that you are bored between dinner and going to bed? Is it habitual eating? Is it out of habit? Is it a habit that you have created and now you potentially need to look at breaking that habit and possibly replacing that habit with a healthier habit? So those are all the questions you need to ask yourself. And let's say, for example, you know that it is stemming, now you've identified it is stemming from an emotional side of things. So you are an emotional eater. So now you've identified that problem. That is the reason why you are overeating. Now you need to take it a step further and you need to ask yourself, what is it that is making me emotional? And you need to tackle those emotional needs on the head right? So again, you're digging deep, you're going exceptionally deep into the root of your problem and you're breaking that problem down even further. And that is what, or that is exactly what you need to do at the beginning stages of any diet plan that you go on. And unfortunately, this is something that not many people or many coaches or dietitians or anything like that will go into detail to because it's just about handing over a meal plan and telling you, fuck, you need to stick to that meal plan. And when you can't stick to that meal plan, you think that the problem lies within yourself and your discipline. And a lot of the times it's not necessarily that. It is maybe the fact that you haven't identified your why. Maybe it's the fact that you have not identified what the actual problem is. And it's very, it's very difficult to stick to something if you don't know why you are doing it. And when you are doing all this soul searching or when you're looking for your whys or you're identifying the problems, what I would like you to do or what I've seen really helps, and this is something that helped with my own weight loss and my own story of getting healthy is I actually wrote everything down and I think that was that for me was a very painful thing to do because you can think about it but as soon as you don't like a thought you can erase it from your mind and stop thinking about it but as soon as you write that thought down or you write that problem down or you write that emotional reason down as to why you want to do this or why you want to lose weight that's when it becomes a reality. And when it becomes a reality, that's sort of when you acknowledge everything, all right, if that makes sense. So like I said, when it's in your mind, out of sight, out of mind, you tend to forget about it. You push it to the back of your mind and you don't want to accept it and you don't want to tackle it. So you're like, fuck it. I'll just sweep it to the back of my mind. Boop, 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 forget about it. But if you force yourself to write these things down, 
that is when it becomes real. And that is when you start acknowledging the problems. And that is actually when you start working on those problems. And to start working on the problems, you actually need a a good plan of action to move forward so that you can start working on them. So again, it wouldn't just be about, oh, I'm just going to fucking jump straight into keto. I'm just going to do Bantin or I'm just going to do the Atkinson diet. It's again about having a plan of action moving forward. And I've said this on multiple different occasions is what a lot of the times I've seen myself as well with a couple of failed attempts right in the beginning. A lot of the reason for the failure was I was very set to stick into only one plan. And I tell you, it was a very much a made-up plan like the grape diet. I'm like, this is my plan, and this is my only plan. And if this grape diet doesn't work, fucking nothing's going to work, right? And over the years, as I matured more, I realized with everything that I do in life, whether it's my business, whether it's my running, whether it is maintaining my weight or whatever I am doing, I always tell myself, Mandy, this is your main plan, but... This doesn't have to be the only plan. If plan A doesn't work, you are allowed to tweak the plan. Actually, I would suggest that you do tweak the plan, right? And that also goes to saying your whys don't always need to have to stay the same. Your whys can change as you change. And that's the thing for me. You've got to constantly be searching for reasons or whys that are going to get you up in the morning and to continue with the pushing. So my whys from right in the beginning of my weight loss have actually changed up until now. Right in the beginning of my weight loss, one of my big whys, as I've mentioned in the last episode of this podcast, was sitting on a camping chair without the fear of it breaking in a public space. Why? So that it would avoid embarrassment of myself and a lot of, a lot of other whys that I also had. But they have totally changed now. My whys have more focused on what I am currently doing at the moment. A big why for me to continue doing what I'm doing is because I know how good it makes me feel. And I know how productive I am if I do go for a run. I know how much work I get done if I do wake up early in the morning. And those are all very much whys at the moment. So as I said, your whys can change. Your your plans can be tweaked. You don't need to stick to one plan and one plan only. And I think sticking or, or only having one way forward and not willing to change the route a little bit is very much or it stems very much from a fixed mindset. So you get two types of mindset, your fixed mindset and your growth mindset. And that is a whole different topic <laughs> for this podcast for a different day, which I will go into detail like I said, on a different episode, but being willing to change the way you work on things to continue seeing progress or results is an absolute must. So Sally is at work all day and at five o'clock she's going to leave work and she's going to go home. Yeah, Sally is a clock watcher. (laughs) Five o'clock, Sally's leaving work. She's going home. Why is Sally going home? Why is it so important for her? Because she's got a family at home. She's got a partner at home. She's got her kids at home. She's got her bed at home. It's a safe space. And that is why Sally is going home. How is Sally going to get home? Sally's getting in her car and she's driving home. And usually it takes Sally about 30 minutes to get home, right? So she knows she's going to get home half past five. Little kitties are going to come running to the door, hugging and screaming. So excited to see her and then food, mommy, food, right? And her partner's going to be there. And it's just, that is why she's going home, right? That is her reason. She gets in a car, she drives home. Fuck, 
there's a massive flood on the route that she takes home. What now? And there's warning signs and there's this, and there's absolutely no way that she can get through that flood. But her why is so important to her because her, her family mean the world to her. And that is why she wants to get home. She wants to get to her family so she can go spend time with them after a long day at work. But now the plan that she had to get her home to take route A is fucked. She can't take that route anymore. What does Sally do? Sally doesn't camp there till the rain stops and the flood goes away and she can now cross the road. No, no, no. Sally types in her GPS or in ways the address and this GPS gives her, this lady's like, you can take route A, B, C or D to get home. This is the shortest one. And she's like, cool, I'm going to take route B to get home, meaning I can get past the flood and I can continue on my search or on my journey to my why. And my why is my family. Yes, plan A didn't work, but Sally made a fucking plan to move on to plan B. She didn't camp out at the flood for a night and feel sorry for herself. No, she actually got up. She got through that speed bump or around the speed bump. She didn't drive through the flood, sorry. She went around the flood, took an alternative route, made a different plan and got herself home to her family. Had she not had such an important why to get home, maybe she would have stopped at the pub en route. Maybe she would have never made it home because she 5,000 tequilas too many. <laughs> but because her why was so important to her, she searched for an alternative route to get home. And I think that sums up everything that I have discussed on this episode is how important it is to find your why, to find the reason why you want to do this, to dig deep from an intrinsic point of view and look within yourself and say, you know what, this is why I want to do it. I want to do it for my kids. I want to do it so I can fucking bang with the lights on. I want to be confident. I want to be comfortable. I want to start dating again. That's all things that are stemming from within inside of you. And it's not based on a fucking generic picture of a random Photoshop model, hashtag body goals bullshit. It is you wanting to better yourself because of these internal reasons. And then knowing that, you know, you need to identify why you are overeating so that you can work on that problem, so that you can get a solution to that problem, as opposed to just fucking winging it as you move forward. And then also, like I say, the planning, you need to know that, yes, okay, plan A is your main plan, but there are other options. And it's always, always good to continue tweaking the plan instead of just camping out at the speed bump and saying, I'm going to wait till, you know, <laughs> the speed pump, speed bump fucking disappears. You have to be willing to change the route. You have to be willing to change the plan of action and be willing to grow and be willing to make the changes that need to be made or the changes that you know that you need to make. And then write absolutely everything down. Because as I said, when you write it down, it becomes a reality. And when you write it down, it also forces you to acknowledge it and it forces you to accept it. And then it's also something that you can revert back to a year from now. You can page back to when you started and you can actually see just how far you've come. And that for me, there, there is so much importance in that for me. And I mean, in closing, I know there will be, for those of you who did listen all the way to the end, there might be some people, might some of you might be thinking, you know, what what is she on about? But I can tell you now that the mindset side of things and the thinking about things and the writing down of things 
play such a vital role in moving forward and making a success out of this. And that's why I touched on right in the beginning. I'm like, over the past years, I've been looking for or identifying the reasons that my first several diets or attempts at weight loss failed. And it's because I hadn't identified any of these. I hadn't tackled the problems head on. I hadn't set out a plan of action. I hadn't, you know, asked myself why I'm doing this. And like I said, there is so much importance in that. And, and I know that now because I have been through all of this, but I really wish, and the reason why I'm sharing these things with you is because I actually wish, not wish, I mean, I don't regret anything, but it would have made it a fair amount easier had I known or been given this advice that I've just chatted about. So that brings me to the end of this episode of the podcast. I really do hope that you have managed to take something away from it. I hope that it hasn't fallen on deaf ears. I know sometimes it might come across as harsh, but I think, you know, someone needs to ask those harsh or those difficult questions. Someone needs to, you know, you need to hear it from someone. And sometimes it's easier to hear it from a platform such as this. Um, again, if, if at any point you do feel that, you know, this could help someone else or you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, if you wouldn't mind sharing it to say your stories on Instagram and tagging me, uh, we can get the story out there. And also, if you are listening on Apple, if you drop me a review, I would really love to hear, you know, what you think of it and also maybe suggestions on what topics to chat on in the future. I'm happy to to work on that as well. Much love. You're not cuck fancy friend, Mandy.